0: Previously on D&D&D, I found these secret passages and I've been hiding here. There's one that leads up from here to the storeroom adjacent to the kitchen that leads to the great hall and that's where they're keeping everybody. Above the great hall at the base of the stone trees, the entrance of the beacon and that's where they're trying to break into. So we might be able to like get our way in through the kitchen and the storeroom and and sneak up on them.
1: Yeah, Malik, you've had weeks to figure out what your game plan would be, so.
0: Yeah, I what think what do you
1: need us to do to carry this out? <laughs>
0: He leads you up through the secret passages to the secret door between the passages and
2: the storeroom.
0: And he's like, uh, right through here is the storeroom, but uh, there could be orcs on the other side. Do you guys have any way of like seeing what's on the other side?
2: We have a window.
3: Yeah. We but... used to
4: have a potion as well.
3: Can't you just like tell where orcs are?
4: Oh,
0: yeah. Are there <laughs> orcs on the other side of this door? <laughs> there are three orcs on the other side of this door. They appear to be sitting at a table.
4: Oh, they're probably just having a good day. (laughs) (laughs) Not for long, my friend. Right? I'll I'll cast Pass Without a Trace to get this going again. Okay. Oh, man. Hey, Malik. Yeah? Uh, I just want to double check. These orcs, uh, they they weren't just people caught on a different political divide than the one that we're on, and they only know a certain kind of of lifestyle and that has led them into conflict with us. But they're bad. Genevieve
0: interrupts you, and she's just like... They killed a lot of my friends. Okay.
2: Okay. Yeah, dude. Yeah. They're evil. They're awful. I hate orcs. And they
5: stink.
1: We can take down three orcs.
5: I was going to say, we're pretty solid with killing them. I mean, I could do that. (laughs) You have. You lead then. Take charge, bud. All right. Bust in.
0: Show us you haven't gone soft. I'm going to get hard. against the wall and a door slides open. And do you want to, like, kind of sneak in? They haven't noticed you. I want to get the jump on them. You want to get the jump on them? Yeah. Make stealth checks. Whoever's going into the room, make a stealth check. Yeah, I
2: will make a stealth check. I'll make a stealth yeah, check. I got plus seven.
3: Going. Do we all plus 10 right now?
2: Oh, yeah. not 20 on my stealth check.
3: Ooh.
2: I want to shoot him with my crossbow. Okay. 19. Do we
5: add the actual stealth yep. bonus?
2: Mm-hmm.
0: 22.
5: Plus 10? Yeah, that saved my ass. I rolled a three. <laughs>
0: <laughs> yeah, so everybody's <laughs> able to stealthily enter the room. You're like hiding behind boxes, like supply boxes and shit. Like, what are they talking about? It's too late. I shoot my magic crossbow. Oh, at them. oh okay. Rolling attack roll. It's a 10. Nope. A bolt sails wide. They look in your direction. Everybody roll for initiative. <laughs> there it is. Great. Seven. 23.
3: 11. 5. 12.
0: So the order for this encounter is Margarine, Genevieve, Malik, Juno, Flack, Zabas and Orcs. Oh, nice. Margarine.
3: What am I looking at? Are they all together?
0: They're all together. They're like sitting around a table playing some sort of card game.
3: I take out my magic knives. Yep. They're playing I'm going to run and jump onto the table.
0: Okay, cool. Mm-hmm. Make an acrobatics check. Sure. That is cool. a
3: 27. Oh,
0: yeah. You do it very skillfully.
3: Mm-hmm. And I'm going to pick one... To swipe at with my daggers, and that's going to be a 20.
0: Yeah, that's super hits.
3: Cool. So now... Not
0: natural, correct? No,
3: not natural. Okay, so my daggers, I have them turned to poison. Okay. So with my right hand, this is just one of them, 15.
0: 15 damage, you kill them.
3: (sighs) All right, and I turn to another one, and with my other hand, I swing my dagger, and does it hit? It's a 12. 12 misses. Damn it. Mm. Yep, 12 misses. And then I use my bonus action to hide. So I do a flip.
0: Yeah, make another acrobatics check to flip off the table. (laughs)
3: 22.
0: Oh, yeah. You like flip behind another (laughs) rack of cans. Mm -hmm. What the hell? Yeah. (laughs) What that?
3: Fresh smelling sneaky little spiky girl.
0: <laughs> Ardrin jumps from your hiding place after you guys come through the secret passage onto the table, knocking the cards that the orcs were playing every which way. Slices the neck of one of the orcs and then flips back out of the, <laughs> yes. out of out of danger. That's so cool. It's now Genevieve's turn. I have to find her character sheet because she's got all kinds of
4: fun. Yeah, let's see her. It in feels action.
3: so good when everything lands.
5: I imagine you like jumping on a table and pulling a link, and just like, huh,
0: hi-ya. Hi-ya,
4: and just spin around uh, in a circle,
3: and have backflipped into like, nothingness. Yeah.
0: <laughs> Genevieve is also going to flip into action. She does so, also landing on the table. Although <laughs> she is much larger than Margarine, so the table kind of wobbles a little bit. Uh, she mm-hmm. slashes at one of the orcs and Crits. Ooh, Jenny. Uh, she pulls a scimitar from her belt this long curved blade in one fluid motion she brings it up from her waist uh, across the chest of the orc flinging orc blood onto the ceiling nearly killing it this orc is looking really rough but she does not have the ability to flip out of here so she is now just on the table on the table <laughs> Uh, Malik. Malik's turn. Malik is going to cast Bless on the remaining gang. So that's Flack, Fletch, Zavis, and Juno. You have one D4 to add to a saving throw or an attack roll at any time for the next minute, for the next six turns.
2: What, do we have to choose whether or not to use it before we roll? But not damage. I'll let you roll first since it doesn't say. Because Bardic Inspiration specifically is like, you can use it after you roll. Yeah that makes sense then
4: juno juno is going to use his new fun lasso from malik okay and try and rope in the remaining orc
0: there's two there's one oh, there's that's, two there's left? one that's like
4: nearly dead and then there's one that's like
0: so far 18 seconds have passed since flat wow. shot his bolt okay and in that 18 seconds margarine has flipped onto the table killed an orc and flipped out genevieve has flipped onto the table nearly killed an orc and is standing on it malik has cast a spell on you guys and now it is your turn the uninjured orc Mm -hmm. in that 18 seconds you have just watched his orcish face just grow in like terror and confusion as to what is going on and he's like still holding his cards like a cigar is like starting to fall out of his mouth cigar
4: I'm trying to think which would be the better one to keep alive for questioning. I think the one who's closer to death will be easier to kill for these guys, so I'm going to go for the uninjured one.
0: Okay, that's a ranged attack roll.
4: Yeah. Not a gnat, but a 20. You
0: loop him, and he's got to make a uh, wisdom saving throw, I believe. He beat it. Damn. He beat it. Shite. So he's not held. The lasso just kind of falls harmlessly to his sides. Fletch.
5: Yo, uh, I'm going to draw and fire at the weak orc. With which bow? With just a longbow. Great. Regular longbow, no stormtail bow. Okay. 15. 15 hits. Okay. Oh, 15.
0: Yeah, you super kill him. Your arrow with this new string that you've put on your bow, now with the improved draw on it, Mm -hmm. uh, you pull back an arrow and let it fly, and it just
5: erupts right through this orc. Hey, Malik. Yeah. Thanks, man. You got it. Here we go. Next orc. Oh yeah. <laughs> 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 Here we go. Ooh, not not a good one. Um, I'm gonna use my D4. Okay. Bless yep. on this. Eleven. Eleven.
0: Eleven's not gonna do it. Yeah.
5: Okay. Hey, Malik. Yeah. I screwed up.
0: It's okay, buddy. I still believe in you.
2: <laughs> Flack, you're up. All right. Let's use my bonus action. Just sing a nice little song real fast, real good for Zabbis. I'm going to give him a bardic inspiration that is a D8 Yay. that he can use. What's the uh, song? It's uh, Zabbos, go kick Abbas. Ass. Mm. Yes. <laughs> Great. Yeah. Okay. And then I'm going to run up with my <laughs> magical rapier and go after that last orc. That's a, a 22.
0: Yeah, that's going to definitely do it. And then it's
2: 7. 7 damage total.
0: Pretty mm. solid hit mm. on the orc. Zabbis, it's up to you before the orc's turn.
3: Um, Is it just one left? Mm-hmm. I'm going to cast <laughs> Ray of Frost. Ooh. 26. Oh,
0: yeah, totally.
4: 9? Yeah,
0: he's dead. Yay! Yay! Yeah. Luckily, you kill these orcs before they're able to alert anybody to your presence. Hell yeah, we did. So you're now in the storeroom.
5: Can we hide the bodies?
4: Sure. Can we throw them back in the secret area? Oh uh, the-
0: Yeah, you can do that.
5: Let's do it. Let's okay. do that. Yeah, let's hide them.
0: You're now in this storeroom. There's a short corridor leading to a kitchen where there's a table of orcs eating. It's a pretty big kitchen, and the orcs are pretty engrossed in their food. Beyond that, there's like a double doors, doors to like a restaurant kitchen. They like swing in and out, and there's like windows in each one. What do you do?
2: How many? Five. We can do this quickly.
3: In a 10 feet radius around the table?
2: Can we make a pit to make them all fall into it? Do we have that? I
3: have. Yeah, but they'll climb up.
2: How deep's the pit?
3: Does a pit affect whatever's underneath where it's cast, or is it magic, where it just like creates that space, but it doesn't affect-
2: Oh, I see, because a You see, like, like if, floor if, like, below here's
3: the, a room, and then here's the room, and if it's I a cast pit, tent. is the room below it, like, what the fuck?
2: Oh. You don't know.
4: Okay. All right. Either way, we might need to silence them, because if they go into the pit, they could still cry out.
0: Malik's like, I got this, guys. Oh. Malik?
4: And he steps forward. He
0: starts a prayer. He like clutches the symbol that he has on an amulet around his neck. And he has created a 20-foot radius sphere at the center of the table where no sound can pass out of. Nice. And creatures are deaf when they're inside of it. So they know. Yeah, they know something. So they know something's up because no, they, they can't didn't. hear each other. Yeah, now they can't hear each other. Okay, let's go.
3: How long does that spell last, though?
0: It lasts a minute.
3: Yeah. Oh, it's a good but...
0: question,
5: yeah.
3: Oh, we can kill him in a minute.
0: Let's do this. Genevieve steps up and she's like, that was a good idea, but <sighs> let the professional warriors take him from here. And she casts Wall of Fire.
5: Oh, boy. A <laughs> ring of it.
0: fire appears around this table. They have to make a dexterity saving throw or take a shit ton of fire damage. One of them succeeds, but it's only going to be half damage. Oh, Jesus. Can I get some D8s? <laughs> Oh yeah, she super kills all these orcs.
3: Nice.
0: Yay. Hell yeah! With a wave of her hand and a word from her lips, she creates this wall of fire, incinerating these orcs. Waves her hand again, and the fire goes away. And she looks to Zappas, and she's like, "Don't you have like a fireball or something? Aren't you a wizard?"
3: Yeah, I'm a sorcerer. Thank you. Yeah, no, I do. Well, that's just that was cool. I'm saving. I'm saving it for
0: like a good time. Fair enough. Uh, And then she just kind of like walks forward and she stops before those double doors and she looks out the window and then she's like, come on, come on, come on, come on.
3: There is one still there, though.
0: No, they're all dead. Oh, oh, it took half damage, it. but still, <laughs> enough. Still, still enough. Still oh, enough to kill.
5: Yeah. enough. She's a beast. Jen's a beast.
0: She calls you up to the double doors, and you can now look through these windows into the great hall. And through these doors, you can see that benches and tables that would normally populate this central area have been pushed out of the way to barricade like a huge main entrance. Hmm. Um, and on one end of the room, you see what is essentially the base of the huge stone tree that you saw when you first arrived. And there are two huge staircases that wrap around each side of it, leading up up to a small platform holding a sort of altar, but you can't completely see what's up there from where you are now. Uh, But what really draws your attention is that in the center of the room there's this ramshackle pen that's been constructed out of broken furniture and mangled metal and what looks to be corpses. Just anything that could make a barrier has been used to create this. And it's this horrible, wretched horror show of a sight that the orcs are kind of keeping their prisoners in. And you see two orc shamans patrolling the pen, carrying some kind of idol uh, while chanting Chanting. Juno you can hear this And they're just like chanting things It's it's nonsense Altogether there are over 20 orcs in this room And just as like the seriousness of the situation is hitting you You can hear a voice call out from the platform above That says bring forth another prisoner And when you turn to see where the voice is coming from You see a man that looks eerily familiar In fact the man standing on the podium Flanked by two especially nasty looking orc henchmen Looks exactly like the former robber merchant Zemem Brevrisk Of course.
2: That bastard. I love it. (laughs) It didn't sound like it, but... (laughs) I
1: love
0: it.
2: A cadre of
0: orcs approaches the pen as the shaman change their courses to greet the escorts. Uh, They lower their idols, and you see kind of a dome-shaped shimmer just for a second, and you hear Jen mutter under her breath, Sarah, don't. Don't do it, you stupid, stupid brave idiot. Just stay down. Following her gaze, you see a tiny halfling druid who couldn't be more than 35, a human like 17, and positioning herself to make a run at the guards. And you hear Genevieve under her breath. like, Sarah, don't. Just stay down. But before she can finish her plea, the little druid called Sarah leaps towards one of the guards, grabbing his dagger from his belt and slitting his Achilles, dropping him to the ground. And with a grace that makes you think more of a dance than a fight, Sarah casts entangle while sliding toward the second guard to make another grab at a dagger. Vines erupt from the ground and wrap around the legs of the orcs, getting trapped in these magical vines. Should we help? But the shaman raised their idols to dispel the magic, and freed from their entanglements, the orcs circled the helpless young warrior. And you hear the new brevress scream from above, Bring me that one! If she still has the will to fight, she might be able to recall how to open this beacon. And the two orcs close in on Sarah. She slashes the closer, but the orc catches her swing, knocking it away with his spear while the other one jabs her in the leg and she screams in pain. And Jen tries to rush out, but Malik holds her back and the orcs collect the defeated halfling and drag her up towards one of the staircases towards the altar. What do you do?
4: Malik, what the fuck?
0: There's so many of them. There's there's tons out there. What are we going to do? There's That's too many. That's not going to
1: change. How many are in the cage?
0: Oh, uh, how many people are in the cage?
1: Yeah, how many hostages?
0: From where you can see, you can see the heads of maybe... S- eight people of varying uh elves humans uh, and uh, the only halfling was uh little sarah
1: flack i've got a crazy idea what if you and i ran forward and got as close as we possibly could to those captured people you throw up your dome of hut mm-hmm. and then we just catch the whole place on fire
0: mm. what's this hut says genevieve
2: it's a tiny little purple hut it'll protect us you made it purple, right? Yeah. Okay.
4: <laughs> <laughs> a couple of us could go and rescue Sarah at the
2: same time.
1: Yeah, but she'd be caught on. Well, that's a thing. Sarah mm, might Sarah's get like, very wrong. on fire.
2: Yeah, I think Sarah's gone. Sarah's not gone yet. but I mean, She's alive. Yeah, yeah but yeah, 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 like, yeah, if- but in this plan. Because mm-hmm. Mm-hmm.
1: if we do this, mm-hmm. then that means that it's our responsibility to take out the two shaman because they'll be inside the dome as well.
2: Okay, They're going to dispel the... Oh, Dude, they, they did ooh. just dispel that thing. So yeah. we need to take I'm out the shamans worried. first. Damn it. Do you think they would be able to dispel my fey magic that makes others want to serve me? So I want to do that to Zabem. We have to take them out first. We have to what? We have to take the shamans out first because I do believe- 20 orcs? Okay. Yes. How about this? How about this? We We get in there. And you, strong boys, take out the shamans. And then we do that plan with the hut. We get in there.
4: I'm not giving up the brave
5: girl.
2: Okay, then you can go for her.
5: I will. All right. So we'll burn the room, but then we'll take the bucket that we have. And after everything's done, put out the fire. Because we can't destroy everything. No. Okay. Do
1: you want my bucket?
5: Not yet, but I will need it. Oh, it's on your head. That's right.
2: <laughs> you have to use your crazy fucking bow.
5: I'm using the new light. Yeah. The I take bow. my
3: hat off and um, I keep the bucket overturned. And I take it out from underneath my hat, and I put it on top of Fletch's head, with the handle underneath his chin.
4: What
2: do what does my dad's song do? Your dad's song gives everybody plus one to ability checks. I'll play my dad's song very quietly. This is a song from my daddy, and he's gonna make you guys more baddies. Go, go, go.
1: We gotta we gotta format this plan. First thing, boys and me, take out shamans.
2: Oh, you you're gonna help take out the shaman.
1: We gotta get up close to them, eh? Maybe. I don't know how strong they are. Yeah. And if he misses. They're strong. Anyway, the boys will take out the shoppins, and then you and I run. F- well, uh, uh, well, okay. Because if. Uh, okay.
2: Mm-hmm.
4: Oh boy. Mm
2: hmm. Mm hmm.
1: I'm not the planner.
2: I have made my intentions clear. I want to save the okay. girl, Sarah. Then Fletch and Zabbis will try to take out the shamans. You might need to help them with that. I might Margarine. need to help them with that. But I'll be, I'll be over there
1: if I do that. And I'll yeah. Just, yeah.
2: So I'll hang back.
3: I thought I was going to hang back and cast Fireball.
2: Right. First, we have to kill these shamans. We have oh. to make sure
1: the shamans are dead. We have to make sure that the, the hut is up, and we have to make sure that Sarah is safe.
2: Well, we have to make sure of the first two things, and then preferably...
0: Genevieve pipes up and says, "As much as I hate to admit it, I, I I trained Sarah from when she was real young. But I think you're right.
2: Me? Yeah. That she's might not her survival might not be if it
0: means saving
4: the, the rest world. of them. Yeah, yeah. we'll yeah. try our best. I will help you take out the shamans. Then see what we can do.
1: How are you going to protect her?
4: Yeah, dude. Where yeah. Is, she, is she? Like she's up, up, like she's trained. Like if we're in like bullet, bullet time
0: right now, yeah. yeah, she's being dragged up the." stairs towards the altar yeah
4: yeah once we take out the shamans okay we'll see if she's still alive okay all Make right a game time decision could i borrow the bag i can scoop her into that bag and run to the hut how sure. about that yeah yeah okay <laughs>
3: fucking
2: okay are we good yeah. are we doing so Juno's got the bag
3: what ha- wait, qu- quick question yeah. if one was to wet themselves before the magic fire
2: <laughs> what magic would that fire?
3: protect oh, Would fireball? that protect them from no. a fireball okay
2: is there any big distraction we can do uh, on our upon our entrance to like help I mean, us out? I
3: mean, I have stink cloud, I have fog cloud
2: Oh I yeah, got you also have stink spray, cloud.
3: Got... You could
1: probably you could trick them into thinking that the portal's working.
0: Genevieve speaks up and she's like, "Wait a second, I think maybe we could team up together because I have a spell called hallucinatory terrain." <gasps> mm. Where I can like make Hundred and fifty foot cube looks, sound, and smell like another sort of natural terrain. So if you can make some sort of like light show, I can make it look like the Feywild is spilling out of it, and that might freak them out.
3: Okay, yeah, let's do it.
0: Hey everybody, Gressel here with a few quick announcements, then we're going to get you right back to it. Thanks so much for listening to episode 30 of D&D&D. We've done 30 episodes of this show. I'm so proud of it, and I'm so happy that you guys have stuck with us throughout this journey through 30 episodes. Be sure to follow us on social media, if you haven't already, at D&D&D Pod on Twitter and d d d Pod on Instagram. Or email us at pod at gmail.com. Thanks so much to everybody who's tweeted about the show. People like Leo Paniagua, at pan underscore Leo underscore on Twitter, who says, D&D and D-Pod, Malik, the most relatable character so far. As a short brown wiry boy, I relate strongly. Thank you for this gift. Well, I'm so glad you responded to Malik, Leo. I really enjoyed creating him and I liked playing him a lot. You know, we really wanted to make sure that we included a lot of diverse characters in the campaign and there will be more people from Place Names Are Hard in the future. So more people like Malik will show up because that's part of our world. And I really liked playing Malik. Uh, we have some really exciting news that I'm going to turn it over to Beth to talk about. Beth is here. Beth, say hi.
3: Hi. Yeah, super exciting. Hella pumped. I recently opened up an online store. And because I'm a part of this podcast, I thought that maybe on said online store, we should start offering merchandise for D&D&D. Yay! Yeah.
0: <laughs> Yay! I'm so excited, too, because I love the logo so much. Aww. There's so much cool stuff in this logo. I mentioned it a couple weeks ago when we first started talking about this, that Beth did a print for me, and I have it framed here in my apartment, and I, I just adore it. And now you could have a framed print in your apartment or home or dorm room or bedroom or wherever you want to hang a really cool print of some amazing artwork.
3: Exactly, yeah. So, the link is bethberad.shop, that's B-E-T-H-B-E-R-A-D dot S-H-O-P. And then on the top navigation bar, there's a link for D&D&D, and anything that has to do with the podcast is going to be there. As of this episode, we will have the poster available. But shortly in the future, we're going to be selling stickers and T-shirts. So look forward to that.
0: Yes, please be sure to check back. We, we will announce on the podcast itself and on Twitter when the new items are available. There is a link in the description to this episode to Beth's shop. Uh, so check that out or just go to bethbrad.shop and navigate as Beth said. And there's a bunch of other stuff there, too. There's all kinds of cool prints and the Rad Portraits. Uh, I have a Scully rad portrait that I love so much, little 8-bit Scully that we have in our apartment as well that uh, we have out not just for Halloween, but because I love the X-Files and I love the art. Check that out. There's a bunch of other cool ones. What are some of the What are some of your favorite p- rad portraits? It, can you pick your children? <laughs> <laughs>
3: uh, the rad portrait series is cool. There's a couple prints on there that I did years ago that I've always, always loved and never had the opportunity to distribute until now. Anything on the shop that is labeled nice something, so a nice birdie, a nice bee, a nice owly, a nice coffee, those are the pieces that I like the most. They're like, when I sit down with nothing in my brain and want to draw something, that's what comes out. Some artsy talk. That's the distillation of my creativity. I love them the most.
0: They're so cool. They're just it, <laughs> like the details and just the shapes and everything. I love these foul ones too. <laughs> the foul yeah the Fowl bird series with which is just a bunch of birds that say weird things are so fun and yeah there's a lot of really cool stuff there so go to beth's shop and check out not only the D D materials but all of her other art as well we only have one or two episodes of season one left there's going to be an end to this season but there will be more podcasts there will be more story coming we're going to start recording again in november And we're going to get season two out, which is going to come weekly instead of bi-weekly. We're going to do one episode a week just because there's so much to do. And we're not going to have the pre-recorded sessions like we did with season one. We're going to record and then edit and then put out an episode once a week. So those will be coming starting uh, mid-late November. In between, we're going to do another D&D and D&D, another discussion episode, where we will answer your questions. So if you have questions about season one the back half, or the Season 1 as a whole, email them to dndndpod at gmail.com with the subject line D-N-D-N-D-N-D-N-D. <laughs> or just question, which would be a lot easier, and we will answer them in our D&D and d discussion episode. Uh, we're also going to do a, a fun thing in between where we're going to have kind of one-on-one character sessions where I'm going to sit down with each player to talk about their character, how they can continue playing that character going forward, what their goals for the character are, kind of what the character's been through. We're going to go over character sheets so that everybody has the same character sheet, and we're going to do kind of some character work. So we're going to be releasing episodes in between seasons, even though they won't be regular adventure episodes. There will be some new content, and that, again, will be coming weekly. So stay tuned for that. That's it for me. New episode on Wednesday. We're going to get right back to it. Thanks, everybody. Do what's fun. Do what's fun. Love you. Everybody make a stealth roll to see if you can get through this door without Ah, alerting. Don't we have the plus 10? You still still have the plus 10, yes. Uh, Jen is good. Malik is not. Malik. Mm. Malik like falls through this door. Sorry, guys. It's a one. If it was a two, I would fudge it, but it's a one. Uh, All right, Malik. Uh, So Malik stumbles through the double doors of the kitchen into the Great Hall, alerting the masses to your presence. Everyone roll for initiative. Whoa. Oh, man. Maybe the
2: final initiative. Yeah.
5: If he would have done good, we could have called him a sneak. <laughs> Malik the sneak. Malik the missed sneak? opportunity. I know, Malik. Dang it.
0: Too bad. 11. 11. Who has the higher mod? For oh, those... I also got 11.
2: Four. Oh, two. Three. 15. And 19.
0: Oh. <laughs> so the order of this encounter is going to be Flack, Fletch, Mysterious Zamem, Genevieve, Margarine, Juno, Zabas, Orcs, Malik. Here's what's happening for the next foreseeable future. Everything is going to be in slow motion. So all of your actions have to take place within your turn, which mm-hmm. is as we've said before around 6 seconds within reason everything that's being described now is going to be in slow motion so you've come through the door malik kind of stumbles and trips and makes a little bit of noise everybody turns towards you and this is where we pick up and it is flack's turn flack what do you do you're about 60 feet away from the enclosure you can't get there in one turn
2: enclosure of the prisoners pen, the, yeah okay
0: you can run towards it and you can do other things.
2: Okay. Um, the
0: closest orc to you is about twenty-five feet away. So there's a gap between where you are to where all the orcs are kind of like assembled. Mm-hmm. You got some mem up on the platform. How far away? 60, 70 feet away. Yeah, I want to. How far get away?
3: An image of
0: sixty or seventy feet. Is that a difference? It is. I'll split it and say sixty-five.
4: How far are the shamans? The, the, the shamans
0: shaman are are a good sixty feet away. Okay.
3: Okay. Shamans are sixty feet. Uh, this is a big. Square it's hall. It's a big,
0: huge hall, yeah.
3: There's a, and, I'm imagining and, and like a in, platform. You're in the
0: atrium. It's open all the way up. You can see the stone tree going, branching out, and way high is above Is that in the you. middle, or is
3: that
1: The tree's beyond. in the middle.
0: Um, And you have these big, huge staircases that kind of wrap around the side of it that go up to the second level platform. That's where Zemem is. He's about 15 feet off the ground, so like two flights of stairs. But distance-wise, like in a straight line from you is 65 feet.
2: Anyone around him?
0: Yeah, he's got two extra beefy-looking orc guards with him.
2: How close? To
0: him. Yeah. Oh, within five feet. They're like flanking him.
3: Uh, where are all of the orcs? You said they're
0: in. They're all over down on this first level with just you. Scattered. Yeah, just they're kind not of in a formation. There's a group that's kind of in formation. Let's say there's a that's like 15 of them, and then there's two shamans, and then there's a few others that are just kind of like. We're in transit when we entered slow motion.
2: Okay. So slow motion flash. Slow motion. I run out. I cast stinking cloud okay. on zebememremran. Okay. Uh, that creates a 20-foot radius sphere of yellow nauseating gas centered on a point within range. The range is 90 feet. The center is Zabememer. The cloud spreads around. Uh, blah, blah, blah. Sure. Um, yeah. Each creature that is completely within the cloud at the start of its turn must make a constitution saving throw against poison. On a failed save, the creature spends its action that turn retching and reeling. Really. Great. Yeah. Uh, what's your spell save, DCE? DC. 14, and then I then I run. To- you run, you cast the spell, and you keep running. Yeah, because it's how far away are we from the peeps that we need to save?
3: 60, 60 feet.
2: feet. So I run
5: like 25 feet. Though. Fletch. I eye one of the shamans, and I use Hunter's Mark. Okay. Nice. Until the spell ends, I deal an extra 1d6 damage to the target whenever I hit it, and I have advantage on any Wisdom, Perception, or Wisdom Survival checks. Uh, if the target drops to zero hit points before the spell ends, I can use a bonus action to mark a new creature. Okay. So I'm going to mark one of them. Okay. Uh, let's say the left one. Okay. And then I'm going to attack him with my lightning bow. Yeah. That's the one that's you further from
3: us. Lightning bow.
5: Lightning bow. Okay. Oh, nine. Nine missed. Can I use inspiration? Sure. Okay. I'm going to use my inspiration on that. Nice. Because that's embarrassing.
3: Fingers are crossed.
5: Then I'd have 18.
3: Oh, yeah. 18 hits.
5: Yeah. Oh, yeah. yeah. Well, 12. Good hit. Nice. Good hit. Good hit. Oh, wait, 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 though. Because I use Hunter's Mark and I hit him, I get to add an extra... D6, right? D6. Yeah. Yeah. Hell
2: yeah. I love Hunter's Mark. Yeah, it's great. Five. Nice. Nice. have another five, another motherfucker. Fika. Nice. Would I add
5: three onto that? The three only gets added once. That's the, uh, that's the extra. Yeah, okay, cool. Yeah. So he's pretty injured.
0: As Fletch draws back his stormtail bow, a lightning arrow appears and rings forth with a loud clap of thunder, finding its mark and dealing a significant blow to one of the orc shamans. So Mem is next. So now he does his yes constitution save and he fails, so he immediately starts vomiting.
5: Yeah, uh, uh, How's that, breakfast?
0: Yeah, eat that for breakfast! (laughs) It's Genevieve's turn. She's going to cast Wall of Fire again and create a ring of fire around the group of orcs that are kind of formed up in formation. So that's going to take effect on their next turn when they try to... They cannot pass that without taking significant fire damage.
2: Nice. Yeah, fuck So there's you, now orcs. a giant ring
0: of fire uh, around the orcs. Oh, no. Each creature within this area must make a dexterity saving throw and a failed save they take <laughs> the damage. So they're all within this area. How many are there? It's a 20-foot ring. She's catching, like, a lot of them within this. That's all 16 of them. <gasps> Whoa. Damn, girl. Janae. She must have liked those Jenna. orcs. Jenna. Of the 16 orcs that are within her wall of fire, mm-hmm. 13 yeah. burn to their deaths. Whoa. Wow.
5: Nice. Let's hope these shamans don't have resurrection. Yo, Jenny's OP. Yeah, she's a very, very
0: high level.
2: I was going to say.
4: Druid. Like, <laughs> she's stronger than you guys. <laughs>
2: um, Flack, I'm sorry, but Juno is into that. Hey, get out of here, dude! <laughs> go fucking hump a cow. All
4: right, <gasps> never. <laughs> How disrespectful.
3: Oh, It's my turn. Oh, I'm not. I'm not happy with this, but I'm gonna do it. Margarine runs as far as she can, doing cute little acrobatic flips, and she can only go 25 feet per turn towards the shaman. Okay. Um, the one that's hurting. Mm-hmm. Shoot. Okay, my instincts say to go after the weekend one. So I'm going to throw one of my good, good magic knives. There's no windows, right?
4: Mm-mm. Okay. <laughs> no,
0: you're inside now.
3: Mm-hmm. I'm going to throw poison-activated magic knife okay. at the one that is further away, the one that is already injured. Okay. That is a 17. Yes. Yes! Okay, and I can sneak attack him as well. You
0: can't sneak attack a range attack. Are you sure? Yes. <laughs> oh, man. But there's a chance he's poisoned.
3: Right. So I got a D six. Nice. Seven. And plus
0: your plus a D four. Four. Oh shit!
3: I just critted.
5: (laughs) Yeah. And he's poisoned. Yes.
3: Yes. Is he still alive?
0: Yeah, he's still alive. Holy
3: shit!
5: He's gonna have to use his own cure wounds. And that'll mess up his turn. All right, Uh, I have my
3: other...
0: So the way the poison works in 5e is that the creature has disadvantage on attack rolls and ability checks.
3: All right, I want to keep my other knife so I'm not going to attack again. And I'm going to hide?
0: You can do that. Oh, you're out of movement. Yeah, because usually what's happened fair, is you've like, jumped in, the in and then of, jumped out.
1: Yeah. yeah. I'm in the middle of everything.
0: Yeah, because if we're, we're continuing this idea of that, all this is happening kind of in slow motion. So you run forward and as throw much as your can. thing, and that's where your turn ends. Mm-hmm. So now, just as the dagger embeds itself into the flesh of the orc shaman, noticeably hurting it. It screams out in pain, and now it's Juno's turn. All
4: right, so we've got one injured shaman and one
2: uninjured. Yes. Yes. Okay.
0: And you have the two orc guards that are dragging little halfling Sarah up the stairs.
2: Yeah, and at the top of the stairs is the band throwing Uh, throwing his guts out. With his two guards? With his two guards, and then below all of them is three remaining orcs in formation surrounded by fire. There... There's a
0: few other orcs scattered around.
2: What yeah. the
4: fuck? Are there any other orcs by the shamans, like close to them? Uh Yeah, there's two other orcs over there. Are they within five feet of the shamans? Yeah. Okay, so I'm going to go for the injured shaman and use the longbow. 14? Yeah. That
0: misses. I'll use my second attack. Okay. for that
4: guy again. 22. Yeah, that'll hit. So that's 10 damage. That guy's looking real bad.
0: Ah, so he well. kind of staggers, drops to a knee. He clutches the one arrow that you shot at him and tries to kind of like stay the bleeding of the
5: knife hit. i am picturing him as Squidward from Infinity Ward.
0: <laughs> that's funny. Oh, that's fun. Yeah. Instead like of just shaman. like the traditional kind of yeah. orc looking, it's that they like kind of alien... have this different look to him. Yeah. yeah. Oh, cool. That's awesome. awesome yeah. I love that guy. I know, he's he cool. was
5: awesome.
4: And then I'll use my Hordebreaker to go to the you nearest didn't kill him. I can oh, you make it. another attack same. Yeah, yeah. With the same just with someone within different... five feet. Okay, of him. Cool.
0: cool. I thought it was when you.
4: That's a different. Is I'm the... thinking an yeah. old feet. Is yeah. the other shaman within five feet? No. Okay, just regular orc then. Okay, whoever's close. Yeah, fifteen. Yeah. All right.
0: Twelve. Not dead, but looking real bad. Great. You like hit him in the neck with an arrow, and he's Oof. like
5: real rough. Don't pull that out, Dabas.
3: i also cast fireball. <laughs> okay. Add <laughs> yeah, some emperor's brevers.
5: Oh yeah. Good move. But isn't uh, isn't the girl there Mm-mm. next to her? Oh no.
3: She's being pulled up the stairs in slow All motion. Right, so
5: fireball oh. is a
0: dexterity saving throw or half damage, and it's a crazy number of He's retching. Oh, so he'll have disadvantage? Yeah. He still got it. What, what the fuck? Yeah. The orcs failed. His like guards failed. That's good though. Yeah. That's so mm-hmm. good.
3: Okay, it says a target takes eight d6. Damage on a failed saver, half as much damage on a successful one. So, does that mean 4d6 or is that no. half of whatever roll they need? your eight? Okay,
0: and wow. then have it. I'll map this up. Yeah. Oh, I see a lot of sixes. Oh, jeez.
4: 32, 32 fire damage. 32! Wow. Yeah. So, those orcs are probably dead. They're not. Oh, yeah. And
2: Zabemmer got. He's looking rough. Oh, Zabemi? Yeah. Interesting. The. That guy.
4: What is with his new body or old body? I'm very curious.
0: So now it's the orc's turn. So (laughs) um, the unhurt shaman is going to cast a spell at Margarine. Margarine, make a wisdom saving throw. Got this girl. 14. 14's fine. You're unaffected by this spell. Really? The other shaman guy is going to cast...
3: Do I know what, what what was the spell?
0: You don't know, but you feel a tickling in your brain. Oh no! Madness. Yeah. Yeah. The other shaman is going to cast. He lifts his idol that he was holding towards the wall of fire, and it disappears. Oh well, uh, revealing damn. three live orcs and uh, <laughs> a lot of dead ones. <laughs> Ha-ha. That's right, right. Orcs look upon the. The remaining orcs
4: are going to rush. Just want to take a photo right now.
0: Towards Juno and Fletch. Can they they make it? They can. They have a bonus action called aggressive, and they can double their speed, Mm -hmm. basically. So they charge at them, at you guys, and there's five of them coming at you. Three at Fletch and two at Juno. Bring it on. One hits each of you, Oh, and you each take 11 damage. Ah, yes. So now there are orcs in front of you. There's three in front of Fletch and and two in front of Juno. The two orcs up by Zemem have to yeah, make their poison. saving throws against uh, Stinking Cloud. What? It's a constitution save? Yeah, it is. Wow. A, a nat 20 and a 19. Oh. oh. Uh, so they grab Zemem and they drag him away from the Stinking Cloud.
2: That, that makes sense. <laughs>
0: Smart... Smart guards. Now it is Malik's turn. Yeah. Oh. What's our what cleric do here, generic? Malik? Hey Malik you Bless us Make all. up
2: for your whole tripping into this thing.
0: Malik is going to cast Aid on Fletch, Juno, and Genevieve. So you guys each gain five hit points, and Not your sad, maximum it? hit points goes up by five as well. Whoa! Oh. Wow. How, for how long? Eight hours. Okay. Great. We're back up to Flack.
2: Let me use my bonus action to give. Black. How many
0: times today can you do this?
2: Equal to my charisma modifier, oh, which is so four. Like four. Okay. I've already used one, so I'm yeah. using another one to give. Now you have an extra D8 to use whenever you want for anything except for like attack. Except for damage. Damage, I'm sorry. Yeah. Plus one D8 yeah. for what? Anything whenever that's not want, except for
0: damage.
4: Any
2: roll where you need a bonus. And you can decide to use it after you roll the other shit. It's a great fucking thing. You're welcome. Thanks.
4: Buffs,
5: buffs,
2: buffs, buffs, buffs. buffs.
5: It's just a one-time use
2: for me? Yeah, okay. So I can't decide if I want to, like, cast some offensive shit or just run up and stab this uh, shaman with my rapier. There's the pen full of hostages as well. Mm-hmm. Oh, I can get to them without having to run into a shaman? You'd be near them, but you wouldn't be, like, right up next to them. If I cast that hut, the... Oh, no, we got yeah, yeah. yeah. to kill the shaman first. It's a risk. part of the plan. That damaged shaman has to... He's looking real rough. Looking real bad. He's, like, on one knee. I'm going to run up to him and hit him with my rapier. All right. Yes.
5: Do it. Kill him. 12. Nah, 12's
0: going to be a miss. Fletch. I'm
5: going to go ahead and try to kill that damaged I'm Okay.
0: Gonna, I'm going to give you disadvantage on this roll because you have three orcs surrounding you, so you'd have to shoot through them.
5: I'm going to still go through that. Okay. Disadvantage. Disadvantaged. Yeah. 18, yeah, 18 plus one, 19. Lowest.
0: Yeah, 18 hits. Yeah. Okay. Nice. nice. 12. 12. He is dead he's dead awesome
5: yeah all right cool
0: a bolt of lightning narrowly misses the orcs that are around you trying to attack you snarling in your face but expertly you shoot between their heads a bolt of lightning the thunder clapping around them and it finds its mark and kills that orc sweet kills the orc shaman
5: okay so i'm gonna jump that Hunter's mark to the...
0: If you want to shoot the other one, it's going to be disadvantage again. I'll
5: just do it. I'll jump it to the other shaman and go for the shot. Nice, fuck yeah, dude, fuck two, you. my lowest. So I just got an eight. And I got nat 20. Drag. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so on that eight, it would be 17. a hit. Okay. Yeah. Yeah, that sucks. <laughs> so I got 14.
0: 14. Nice hit. Nice hit. Good hit. Next is the mem. Now, free of the stinking cloud. Bastard. Coughs. Enough of this. And a bunch of orcs come from elsewhere, having okay. heard the commotion. Calm the fuck. It. He says, enough. You're surrounded. Drop your weapons and surrender. And then, before you can respond, another voice Ooh, from dwarves? high above Mama? says, that's funny. I was just going to say the same thing. <gasps> oh.
3: oh, dang.
0: And you look up, and at one of the balconies, about uh, <gasps> 60 feet up from you, you see a red-headed high elf with two dragonborn knight guards. There is Yannathan with his terrifyingly gorgeous features (laughs) and his perfect uniform. And he says, I don't know who or what you think you are. He's talking to Zemem, new Zemem, mysterious Zemem. But these wretched creatures have to answer for their crimes. And mysterious Zemem ...looks back up and says, Listen, fancy man, I don't know how you got in here, but you're messing with forces. You can't begin to understand. And he says... Oh, I can understand just fine. And he draws the blue flower from his jacket, conjures his rapier, and casts a spell at, at New Zemem, freezing him just as he froze Juno back in the Elven City. And the Dragonborn Knights leap down from the balcony, spreading their leathery white wings to slow their descent. And Yanathan turns his attention to the Great Hall, where the orcs, now leaderless, stand dumbfounded. And he says, Ugh, I don't have time for this. And with another wave of his sword, you feel a sudden deep chill in the air. Like you're caught in a windstorm at the top of a mountain. Everyone make a constitution saving throw. Woof. Not a constitution save, a dex save. It. Oh, well, I got oh, a no, one. Oh, no, 24. 17. 14. Oh, everybody got the double digits except for me.
3: 21.
5: Goodbye, friends. I am dead.
0: <laughs> a cloud appears above you guys. A deep, dark cloud and the room gets frigidly cold, and you're suddenly berated by baseball-sized hail. And those of you who made your dexterity saves are able to dodge the barrage, and you take 16 damage. Ooh, wow. Unless you're me. Yep, unless you're Margarine, who is totally fine. Fletch, who failed, uh. you take 32, oh, and yeah. this Ooh. kills all of the orcs below. The so, shamans included? Yeah, everybody's wow. dead.
3: Stormtail's still alive.
0: Yeah, you're fine. Damn, son. So the blizzard kills every orc in sight. The people in the pen are like, okay, but it looks as though the like makeshift structure is damaged. So it like half falls, you know what I mean? And then like stops. But Malik is hurt really bad. He's like barely hanging on. And Sarah, the little halfling is dead. Genevieve screams in a rage and she says, I don't know who you are, you pompous motherfucker, but I'm going to kill you. And she yeah. rushes for Yanathan. We're going to use the same initiative order, but I'm going to roll one for Yannathan and roll one for the Dragonborn. So the order now is going to be Flack, Fletch, Yanathan, Genevieve, Margarine, Juno, Zabbis, the Dragonborn, and Malik. So, Flack, what do you do? <laughs> d and d is executive produced, written, and edited by me, James Gressel. Co-produced and additional mixing by Joel Arnold. Our original music is by Jeremy Nassato. Hear more of Jeremy's music at jeremynassato.com. d and d is performed by James A. Genese, Chelsea Rebecca, Beth Radloff, Mike Seigan, and Joel Arnold. Next time on d and d d while well, Marjorie's nearby, and Zabbos.
1: But I'm hiding. Where? I don't know. Uh,
0: but one we <laughs> you, you were just up on one's shoulders. Like behind a dead orc, probably. Oh, yeah. Like margins what, two five? Pita. Like <laughs> two five.
5: <Yeah.
0: laughs>